This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Welcome in to Metalhead Journeys. What is Metalhead Journeys? It's exactly how it sounds. It's a journey through the world of metal by a couple of metalheads. Are you thinking of getting into metal? Where do you begin? There's so many different subgenres. What bands are good? What albums are good? We'll provide answers to all of those questions. We'll handle all the research and do all the dirty work by listening to the good, the bad, and the ugly, so you don't have to. Classic albums, new albums, bands no one's ever heard of. Get ready as we'll applaud and criticize with the same passion. This is Metalhead Journeys. Attention, the Milton Me podcast contains strong language as well as open conversations about sexuality, a multitude of lifestyles, and a little bit of conversation of political fuckery. Keep politics out of your pants, folks. Antonio and Diana are not certified relationship therapists. We are cynical assholes with microphones, pretty much like every other podcast. Now, before we get into the show, just a quick little tidbit of information. This was supposed to be our very first video production, and we were all set to shoot. We had a great setup. Unfortunately, our computers were not strong enough to handle all of the 4K video. Therefore, there is no video. But it's still a fun conversation, so please enjoy. Bombarded him with 65,000 text messages. I love him. After just three dates. And I thought we would just do what everybody else did, and we would just like get married and everything would be fine. A pair met through an online dating service for millionaire matchmaking. And love, not everything is perfect. This was a journey. It was a journey. And I want to apologize. <laughs> 65,000 text messages. Hello and welcome to the MILF and Me podcast. Um, things are a little bit different today. Yes, they are. So for those of you in audio land, we are actually recording our very first video cast. <laughs> and we're both scared shitless. We've got lights and microphones and cameras. So many fucking lights. Okay, let's not let's not kid around and pretend that we are doing this professionally. This <laughs> studio is a fucking nightmare. I love having a nice, clean workspace. I love having a nice, clean area for us to record in and be nice and comfy in. And you are sitting in a sea of fucking wires and microphones yeah. and lights shooting all over the place. I mean, you are doing a great job. Yes. And it's like, how's my hair? How's my face? Is everything looking okay? I don't really give a fuck. So here we go. Is it fucking you up that you can see yourself? A little bit. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. It's like glitching too. It's a couple seconds behind. So I'm not going to look at myself on the screen. I'm just going to. Here, I'm going to do this. Stay focused. There. I, I covered it up for you. No, no. I don't <laughs> I don't like that. Make it go back. <laughs> um. So... Shit. <laughs> I want to start over again, but we're not going to. We said we we're going to go ahead and challenge through this. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. So it's going to be raw. It's going to be raw. Just like the first episode, which I thought went pretty well for a first episode. Mm -hmm. This sure. one, this one it could be a little bit tricky. Mm -hmm. And I think it goes perfectly in line with what the subject is. Yeah. Vulnerability. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
we are opening ourselves up to a whole new stream of, let's say, uh, criticism. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We are exposing ourselves visually. Like, maybe a lot of people only knew what we looked like through our little cartoon characters. Yeah. On our on our thumbnail, on our logo. That's true. And now here we are, the real MILF and me, in front of a camera. Yeah. And people can see us. Yeah, and I literally just came from a birthday party at a swimming pool. It was a pool party for a seven-year-old. So I am in my swimming suit, and I'm looking like a hot mess, like most MILFs do these days. Well, there you go. I just think you're hot, but whatever. <laughs> Thank you. You know, let's talk about it. So we haven't recorded in like, what, three weeks? Yeah, it's been a minute. We sandbagged a whole bunch of episodes because we had our guest. We had Mariah from the Salty Sex Cast. Hi, Mariah. Hi, Mariah. We had her on for two. The second one hasn't aired yet, but actually it will have aired by the time people hear this one and see this one. And we talked about vulnerability in that. We talked about, you know, people discovering their sexual awakenings later in life. Yeah. I feel like this is very similar feeling. Like, to me right now, doing this, it would be the same kind of anxiety I'd be feeling in my first time in a polyamorous relationship, you know? <laughs> I feel like there's so many more people I have to please and so many more people I could potentially disappoint. Like, or maybe a swinger party. Maybe you're just like walking into a swinger party for the first time. Are you feeling that? Feeling the nerves? Yeah, I'm feeling the nerves because like, <laughs> I mean, you and I walked in together, but there's so many people watching us now. <laughs> and I'm just going to sit here and sip on my drink, so don't mind me. And in that time that we've had this little break while we're putting the video together, that's why we sandbagged so many episodes so we could get this looking right. Because here's the thing. You and I, we're not necessarily peacocks, but we also don't want to go out looking shitty, right? That's right. When we talked about doing video, we watched a bunch of YouTube clips. We watched a bunch of other video podcasters. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that anyone's doing anything wrong. Yeah. But you and I are both like, I want us to look better than just webcams in front of our faces. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's a struggle. It takes a lot. I mean, Antonio is the professional here. I just support him and what I can. Like I brought an extra laptop or an, a tripod or whatever, but he really knows what he's doing. So I appreciate you, Antonio, for all your hard work and getting this up and running. I think it's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. I'm fucking scared because now I have two <laughs> laptops in front of me and the soundboard and a camera and a microphone, it's like, yeah, oh it's my a God. Lot. It's like trying to make a woman come. <laughs> <laughs> I am like trying everything right now using oh all my different my fingers God. and techniques. Here we go. Here we go. And I have to sit across from you and watch all of it. <laughs> uh, see, now that does sound exciting. I have to sit here and watch. I think it's funny because, like, with your whole kinky wink, you have. You yeah. know what? I wish I could just be in a room full of hot lights and people watching. Yeah, well, here it is. My, all my wildest dreams are coming true. And I've never seen you so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why it's just kind of like a a little kink. Um, yeah, I mean, it's never happened, so... I mean, what you guys don't know is as soon as we're done recording the podcast, there's like three guys coming over and they're going to use the room. I don't know what for. They're just like, hey, if you guys have lights set up and cameras, can we borrow the room yeah. for like 30 minutes? Uh -huh. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> you wish. Anyways, going back to the vulnerability thing, you know, like in the three weeks that we've taken off while we were putting this together, things have happened that have made us both salty. Yes. We've gotten a little bit 
I'm not going to say edgy with each other, but I feel like I've had to talk you down off some cliffs. Yes. And you've had to like talk me up some cliffs, like get this going, get this going before I lose my nerve, <laughs> which is why like we finally rushed and did. If it was for me, if it was me, I would say let's take another week to make this right. Yeah. But I know me. One yeah. week will be two weeks. Two weeks will be three weeks. Well, so we're I like, just that, fucking do it. I did that little video. I promised everybody that it was coming. I'm like, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, and here it is. <laughs> and here it is. You guys wanted it. Here it is. If it's fucking great, <laughs> awesome. If not, you ask for it. Just deal with it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. If you want to criticize, go for it. We are ready. Are we though? I mean, we kind of went through a thing. So this is, you know, <laughs> and this is funny because life always happens at the most convenient times for you and I. Yeah. We pull together some resources to get cameras to get lights, mm -hmm. to get these fucking brick wall panels to go behind us so we look like we're in a different setting than the boring old studio that we used to have. Yeah. And in that time, I'm getting all this stuff together and one morning you call me and you say, I don't know if I can do this because someone fucking criticized me and I thought I was pretty tough, but am I? Yeah. And, you know, we're not going to name names, but here is the thing. We are not going to name names. What I told you was... The person who was giving you constructive criticism, <laughs> quote, constructive, quote, doesn't listen to our show. I don't think even listen to a full episode. They yeah. they they are just a, a person. They, they are the kind of people that we really don't want in our audience that yeah. are just going to criticize. Right. And it was a good lesson for both of us, because for me, it taught me how to talk you off an edge. And for you, it was like, OK, we want to build an audience and every time you try and build an audience you're going to build a group of people right. that are just going to shit on what you do you right know? and people you know, that don't have any experience in the field yeah but i mean it was a true eye-opener for me just because i don't take things personal like mm -hmm. ever but this thing i did like i took 10 steps back i want to feel i feel like God, I don't even know how to explain it. You know, Antonio, I'm trying to explain it to our people. I do not take things personally. I am really good at feedback. I'm really good at people yeah. coming at me with stuff. And I'm open enough and vulnerable enough to take it for what it's worth. But this situation, I took it so personal. Um, and it was something that Antonio created and so Mama Bear came out in the fact that I was protecting my family because Antonio is my family. It was a really weird, hard situation. Um, and it made me realize that I do not have to allow that shit into my space. Mm -hmm. Like you want to be an asshole to me and you want to come at me and you want to make it look like it's constructive criticism that's good for you if that makes you feel better. Right. But there's like this person has been blocked from every social media platform that I have because I just I deserve to have people in my life communicating with me on my own cell phone and in my private messages that are positive and that are going to support us. And I can't take criticism from someone that doesn't listen to the podcast either. That really I mean, that was an eye opener too, you know, because you were right. You said you made some comments and I was like, yeah, you're right. There were some really big topics at hand that we have discussed. And that would have been the thing that they attacked us on way before this other thing. So we know. Right. Like criticize us all you want. Just make sure you listen to the fucking podcast before you do it. 
you know. And that applies to so many things in life. And that's what kind of built the conversation of what this episode was going yeah. to become. Like, mm-hmm. there are so many people that they say that you're they're your friends. They say that you're they're your family. Maybe they technically are your family. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's someone that you're dating or someone that you're interested in. And it kind of goes back to what we talked about in the episode about negging, you know, the beautiful asshole episode. Yeah. You know, you're actually really pretty. You're actually pretty talented, you know? Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. What it is, it's someone who's saying, I'm not proud of you for your accomplishment unless it becomes something that I actually want to be a part of and listen to and enjoy. Yeah. So don't go make something for you. Why aren't you making something for me? Right. I don't like your theme song. Make it heavy metal because then I'll listen to it. Yeah. I don't like your fucking colors on your poster. Make it 80s and neon and laser lights so I'll be attracted to it. Yeah. Or go fuck yourself. Yeah. And say, hey, good job for doing something that millions of people are afraid to do. Yeah. And you were brave enough to try and do it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, just don't listen. Like if there are, you know, we'll find our people. We will find our group of people that listen and love us and um we're not here to give opinions we're just opinionated but we're not here to give advice like antonio says we are not professionals but at the same time if you're if you don't like it then simply stop pressing play <laughs> just stop right. stop pressing play um or stop pressing play to analyze it like that's what i feel so many people do these days and here's the thing yes hypocrite right here we do that as a part of our show, but that's yeah. like the basis of our show. Yeah. That is our content is that we are listening to love gurus and dating shit that we think is kind of bullshit. Yeah. Or we allow ourselves to be open-minded enough to have it change our mind. We have guests that like make us think differently mm-hmm. about things that we had opinions on before. For sure. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to go listen to someone's hour long podcast, just looking for the one thing that's going to piss me off. Yes. And I feel like so many people do that. And who's got the fucking time? Right. You know? I know. Yeah. Just don't listen. Yep. Go that's li- exactly right. Just don't. Go, li- like, go listen to Rogan, bro. Go listen, <laughs> you know? go listen to Rogan. That's a, yeah. <laughs> Millions of people do. Just be another one. That's fine. Yeah. Like we will find our audience and we will find our haters. And you know what? But you know, I it's good. I mean, let's let's look at it a different way too. If um if we weren't building more and more and more listeners we wouldn't be getting even any negative feedback. Like it just shows to us that we're reaching more people because they're giving us their opinions. Right. We so. wouldn't be doing video shit. We wouldn't be investing time and money if we didn't see growth already. Yeah. That's the that's the whole reason why. And I've been doing this for two years with the other show. Yeah. The other show, I'm not even close to being ready for video. But the way yeah. this one has grown, I'm like, okay, well, this is the obvious next step. Yeah. So enough of that. Thank you, everyone, for supporting us and listening to us. <laughs> that and was like 13-minute rant. Thank you well, very much. <laughs> that's what this episode, you know, it's vulnerability. We're being vulnerable. Yeah. What I want to talk about today is what this kind of shit does to us in our normal life, not a podcast, not a video podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a thing that happens to everyone in their life and- we talked about it at different points of our life where you allow someone's negative energy to keep you from growing. Yeah. Because you care so much about their opinion. And in my opinion, unless that person is your mom, your dad, your partner, or your kids, mm-hmm. fuck off. Mm-hmm. Like we don't yeah. have the energy or the time to let just 
non-playable characters in life allow us to drain our energy and our self-confidence by fucking critical, constructive criticism that we didn't ask for. Unsolicited constructive criticism. Yeah. And then it was like, it was my fault for reacting the way that I did. I mean, that's what this person, you know, is like, no, no, that's not what I meant by it. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, don't respond anymore. Like, don't backtrack. (laughs) Don't be the final word guy. Yeah, just don't backtrack on this. Like, I got the message and that was that. Like, there's no, there's, I have literally no more energy in my life between building a company and being a single mom to three kids and trying to have a personal life. I don't have time to wake up in the morning and be waking up to messages that are attacking my hobby. This is my hobby, you guys. Right, like right. this is literally a hobby of mine. And it's been so fun because I literally just get to talk and I get to spend time with Antonio, my little girls in the other room helping us with the babies. I mean, this is all a hobby for us. Mm-hmm. And and I, if it turns into something, fantastic. Yeah, that's fucking great. That would be so fun for us. Um But yeah, it's just, it's so weird how people turn things around on like, now it's my fault in the way that I reacted. And it's like, no, 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 those are my feelings and those are valid. Right. My feelings are valid. I also think it's funny too, that there are so many people out there that can't understand the fact that you are putting time and energy into something that doesn't potentially have a financial return. Yeah. And I feel that's like such a man thing in this state where it's like, oh, you know, I'm in a community theater play. I'm going to go play Oliver and company or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. How much they pay you for that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Nothing. It's just a community theater play. I like to perform. Yeah. Why? If you're not getting paid, aren't you losing money on that? Cause you're getting babysitters and you got to find someone to drive the kids to soccer practice while you're off playing in Broadway. No, like fucking yeah. like, are it's you getting fun. paid for fantasy football? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like that's, I get that all the time from some people where I tell them I have three podcasts. Oh, how yeah. much money do you make? Literally fucking nothing. Like yeah. enough to pay for the internet. That's yeah. how much, right? <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. We would love to make money on this one day. That's the goal. Um, so share, subscribe. I mean, tell people about it if you like it. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's just been fun and it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of time. Um, but it's ours and it's a hobby. And and if some people heard that from someone they cared about or they thought cared about them, just that comment might be enough to shut whatever it is they're doing down. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I hate talking poorly about this with some people that are my friends, but they're good examples. Like if you've ever gone to someone's house, you open up their closet or their pantry and it's full of like fucking yarn and knitting needles you know and it's like oh do you knit no i used to but you know my husband said it was costing too much money and i couldn't do it anymore so now it's just sitting there yeah or let's say you built yourself a little she shed with an art studio in it yeah and now it's just full of christmas decorations because someone talked shit about your hobby about your passion yeah and you you shut it down It's true. Some people shut it down. Some people push forward. I'm a pushing forward kind of person, right? Yeah. Well, you talked me off the cliff. I mean, I was a little close to throwing in the towel just because I was like, oh, shit, this is just the beginning. It could could get fucking worse. It could get fucking worse, you know, but you did great at talking some sense into me and like, no, who fucking cares? 
And I love the fact that we push the needle forward on certain things because I know what we're talking about is working Mm -hmm. because I see it in our podcast ratings. Yeah. We will have five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. We might say some shit about high value men, red pill guys, or this fucking douchebag. And all of a sudden it drops down to 4.5 because someone left three one star ratings. Yeah. It's like, okay. Um, I kind of get what's going on here. Yeah. You know, fuck the ratings. Some of the best podcasts <laughs> I listen to have terrible ratings because yep. people review bomb them. They hate bomb them. You know, how dare yeah. you do something that people can listen to one star, you know, That's how dare so you talk stupid. about me in high school one star, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's so bad. And this is the thing. We've never named anyone by name. Yeah, no, we haven't. So if we said something negative about a person in our past, that person that listened and one star review bombed us knows exactly who the fuck we're yeah, talking about. Oh my God, and this- they know exactly what the fuck they did. <laughs> and where's the accountability? This is actually really funny that we brought this up because um, remember that little clip I took of us? We were recording about don't fuck your coworkers. Yes, which would have come out two weeks ago. Okay. I posted that small clip of us in the studio mm-hmm. on the socials. <laughs> Well, everybody from my most recent, (laughs) and I'm not saying names, and I haven't even told you this. This is actually really funny. Everybody- Breaking news. Everybody from my most recent employer, everyone looked at my profile. Every one of them looked at that video. All of them. Because they're like, ooh, let's get some shit on Diana. Like, Or they're like, who in the company did she fuck when she else? worked here? Who else? Who else got fucked? And it's just like, oh, my God, give me a break. Like, come on. Like, Do you people like I think it's funny because they didn't look at my profile or they didn't listen to the podcast the entire time before that. It right. was just when that particular video got released, that little clip got posted. Mm hmm. It's like, how much time do you have on your hands? Like, you're like <laughs> digging into my dirt. <laughs> right. Like, come on, guys. Like, do something with your life. Is business that slow for you? Like, come on. Right. Go out and sell some shit. <laughs> yeah. It just it, it just kind of it made me giggle, caught me off guard that they're like, oh, who's she fucking? Who did she fuck when she worked here? It makes but, me wonder where this vulner- vulnerability came from. Like, for me... I mean, I've had therapy in my life, but never for this kind of shit. But I have talked about things that kind of led up to this. Like, for example, for me, I was raised an only child. My mom was really big into performing arts and got me into performing arts. And yeah, I'm not going to say that I didn't have a fun time doing it, but it wasn't the thing I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Mostly what I was afraid of was disappointing her. I didn't want to do bad in an audition. I didn't want to do bad in a play if I got into a play. I didn't want to yeah. make her feel like she wasted her time and her money of driving me from audition to audition or to dance class or to singing lessons. I didn't want it to feel like it was wasted. Yeah. Therefore, from like age 13 on, I had this really crazy inadequacy concept. You know, this this complex where I didn't feel I was good enough to be in these productions so what I started doing is I started sabotaging auditions. I started <laughs> sabotaging performances. And I would start like really showing just a real indifference to what I was doing in the performing arts because I kind of stopped caring because I was not strong enough to live up to certain expectations. Uh-huh. 
That has lived with me in one form or another my entire life when it's come to dating, when it's come to meeting or making friends. So yeah, that's always been something that I feel has led to my inadequacy complexes and vulnerabilities where, yeah, sometimes it does take just the wrong thing said by the right person to kind of shut me down and make me rethink my decisions. Yeah, especially if it's somebody you really respect. If it's someone you respect and you their opinion is a value to you it affects you much differently and that's how this affected me so bad is or so not bad but so negative I guess like it just the comment the whole thing is because it was from someone I really valued this is where I get pissed off at you sometimes (laughs) and we've talked about this before you put so much respect and value on people before you've even met them or spent mm-hmm. time with them Yeah, because you're a romantic at heart mm-hmm. and I'm salty as fuck. And I see it like yeah. someone could put it's hard because an it's inspirational quote on yeah. Facebook and you're like, I feel him. I love him. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I want to be the future Mrs. Him. We're going <laughs> to, we're getting married next week. I'm going to send him 65,000. 65- thousand text messages (laughs) we're gonna go on three dates it's gonna be fucking amazing no you're right and maybe do we even call that a toxic trait no because it's not a negative thing i'm literally so this is what's even more fucking crazy is just from like my history from all the shit i've actually been through with men you would think i wouldn't be that way but i'm not i'm literally like oh you're amazing. Come here. I get, I'm way too nice. Well, you're also the person that lives inside the box because you will tell people not to do that. But when you're in the box, you don't see it. And then you find yourself <laughs> doing it. And then if I yeah. say it, you're like, Antonia. Antonia. Yeah, I got a little too close here. You got to let me have my say. got to let me make my own mistakes. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck you. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, but fuck off. Yeah, Yeah, but you know what? It's... There comes a point where you just let you be you. Yeah. And my biggest message to you in that whole thing was like, hey, you need to stop letting people you haven't even met in person affect you. You need a lot. You need to stop letting people who have no idea what your interests are Mm -hmm. affect you. You know, what what would affect me is if we had like a longtime listener Mm -hmm. who loves us and listens every week, comment and say, guys, I really didn't like that subject you talked about. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I would try my hardest to make a course correction because that matters. Yeah, that's, that's someone, someone who's that. invested in respect yeah. because they put time into what we're doing. Totally. You know, uh, this is another thing too. How many <laughs> Spotify playlists has some dude sent you and you never even opened it? <laughs> I mean, that is a thing. I, I mean, I've you've sent me playlists. And I'm like, that's cute. I see Ed Sheeran as a number one track. I'm like, fuck mm, you. I'm not listening. This guy is funny. <laughs> How do you like that playlist? It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. I'm like, tell me what the fourth song is then, you asshole. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway. I sent you a fucking amazing one. It was the it was my breakup playlist. I did listen to a lot of that one. That was damn good. Yeah. There was like ACDC in there, Metallica, there was some Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Stop trying to date us. People already know how old we are. I think. No, but yeah, I think that's one of the things that I think a lot of people, especially me, I'm being accountable here. 
I let that shit affect me way too often. And it's one of the things that I've been trying my hardest in my older years to stop doing. Yeah. Especially when I started this, you know? Yeah. Um, started doing that cinema podcast. It was really easy when there was only six people listening, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't comment. If anything, they probably listened to 10 minutes and then stopped. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's different when you start acquiring more listeners and followers and collaborators and then people become interested in what you're doing and what you're saying and they start comparing you to other people, other podcasters. Totally. That's where things can get sticky. I have done my hardest to not let myself fall to that because I see enough successes in all the other areas that I don't want to go backwards. So even if it means I suck for a while, keep pushing that needle forward like Mm -hmm. this video it's probably dog shit you know (laughs) it's probably balls you look great a few people might tune in you know but just because episode one of the video podcast doesn't do well doesn't mean we're not going to do two three four five right right exactly exactly what do you think your plan of action is to stop letting these energy drainers, these energy vampires, these confidence suckers mm. affect you so hard? Um, I think that I care too much sometimes. And I know just recently, literally, God, just a few episodes ago, I talked about how I have zero fucks to give. Right. But, Something happened and I started caring again. And now I got all these fucks to give all of a sudden. I don't know where that it all You're came like, from. Bonus fucks. I know. I'm like, <laughs> where the fuck did all these fucks come from? <laughs> um, the fuck fairy showed up, <laughs> left them under your pillow. <laughs> the fuck fairy. Oh my God. That sounds like a different episode that we should. Yeah. Where's Mikey? <laughs> oh my God. The fuck fairy. That's he's going to call and say, hey, I've already got that title. Yeah. He, he's like, <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So no, I just need to stop caring so much. Quite honestly, you have gotten really fucking salty and I'm super proud of you for that. Like you were, you're a simp for sure, but you are salty and that is kind of fun because you haven't always been this way. So I just need to get more salty. Um, but I am, I'm too kind sometimes, you know? Um, but if you're not going to come at me like as an attack, then I'm still going to be sweet and kind. I'm just, I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm not going to be a bitch, but at the same time, um, I'm just not going to care so much. I think like if someone shares their opinion, then I can choose if it's opinions from someone I really truly value, or if it's an opinion from someone that just wants to get to know me. You know, and this is kind of how I want to finish this conversation with the whole simp thing, because I've just seen it debated so much online and all these red pill chat rooms. And what's fun now is I feel like a lot of these guys have stopped just picking on dumb girls for their answers Mm -hmm. because that gets boring, right? Yeah. You can only find so many dumb girls to get into your podcast and make look like idiots. They've started changing the formula. Now they're bringing in like smart girls. They're bringing in virgins. They're bringing in so-called simps or simp defenders. Uh And one of the things that I keep seeing popping up in these arguments and these debates that is very hard for them to fight is that, for example, the the situation that you were dealing with with constructive criticism, right? (laughs) Uh A simp might tell you all the things that you want to hear regardless if they think 
that's the, what you want to hear or not. Like mm-hmm. they're going to tell you all the things that are going to make you feel better or the yeah. things that are going to help build you up. Yeah. Where a person in the situation that you would deal with, they're going to criticize you, but they're going to make it sound like a compliment. Yeah. They're going to make it sound like they're doing you a fucking favor. Yeah. If you'd only just listen to me, young lady, I know what I'm talking about, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is the part that I love. It's easier to make a simp adjust to your needs than it is to make one of these dudes adjust down to what you want. Right. They're not going to fucking budge because they've surrounded themselves with people, men and women, Mm -hmm. that have an expectation of what they are. Mm -hmm. And if they go backwards on that message and on that ideology, then they're going to get alienated by the people that they've built this castle of bullshit with. Yeah. Where a simp will find a way to adjust to you. And if you have to say, hey, you know what? You gotta man the fuck up if you want this to work. They're gonna do their hardest to man the fuck up. Yeah. So right. I think that's a better choice, in my opinion, is find who's someone who's going to match your energy. Yeah. Be willing to adjust upwards, like me. I'll get salty for y'all if you want me to get salty. Yeah. Because you're all pissing me off. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yep. Where you know, Mister Fucking Suit and Tie up here is gonna be yeah. like, no. Uh, if if I if I go backwards on my standards, that's a sign of weakness, and the mm-hmm. hyenas will get me. Yep. You know? Totally. So that's kind of what I wanted to say on that because I've been seeing it a lot and it really kind of fits with our message where you can find a guy who's nice and tells you everything you want to hear, but you can also adjust him to what you need him to be other than someone trying to adjust down. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's a lot to talk about on that one though. That's that's pretty layered. That's another episode. That's another Let's listen to this one. If you're a single guy in the dating market, stop scrolling. There's a secret group amongst women and they're talking about you. It's a Facebook group called Are We Dating the Same Guy? Basically every major city has one. Girls will post a photo of you and say something along the lines of does anyone have tea on insert name here? And the comment section is essentially a smear campaign. I found this out through a male friend whose name was dragged in one of these groups. He even has receipts to disprove the things that were being said about him. A couple of reviews were from women he hasn't even met and he has a voice in none of it. And the best part is women will be kicked out of the group if they defend the man. So even though the intent is to protect girls from getting into potential toxic relationships, the fact that women can just completely lie to ruin the reputation of a man that they just don't like is the most toxically feminine thing out there today. Wow. Just imagine if men had a group like this. You really came at it, didn't you, with that one? Hi. <laughs> oh Are these groups in Utah? Yep. I remember you saying something about it. When I found this, that's why I'm like, oh, maybe I should throw this in the mix. And I don't know if guys have the same. Kind I don't of either. But it would I, make sense if they do. I am part of this group on Facebook. So tell me a little bit about it without getting too revealing about people. Good God. I'm going to get canceled for sure. Why? Well, because it's one of those things where, um, so a couple things. Okay. I am, I'm right down the middle with this. Okay. As I am with most all the things as like politics all these things. I'm really, really, I really do sit in the middle on a lot of things. This group is one of them. And the reason why is because I have been on the other side of dating somebody that was toxic, 
um, and dangerous. Mm -hmm. Okay. If his photo popped up on this group, then I have the option to comment on it or send a private message to the person that posted it. Right. Okay. Everything can be posted anonymously as well. So you don't see the person's name mm -hmm. and you can also comment in the group anonymously as well. I would go to the ends of the earth to warn people, women, I would warn them about this person. Right. If his photo showed up. Okay. I would. Um, I would do it anonymously for sure. And um, the thing about it is there are some women on there that are friends with the dude. They will screenshot it right. and send it to him. Now, if someone did that to me mm. with an VX that I had, mm -hmm. that would be a very dangerous situation, situation for you because mm. that is something that would set him off. Okay. Right. And he's the type of person that cannot be set off. All right. So, these groups are good, and at the same time, these groups can be very scary at the same time because yeah. we don't know who we're dealing with. Men are men. Everyone has a trigger. We don't know who's a ticking time bomb. We don't know what they're capable of. If you're dating them, there's a high chance that, well, if you dated them, if you're dating them now or if you dated them, there's a chance they know where you live. Hello, right? right? So... It's really hard for me because sometimes I'll jump on and I'll watch it, you know, or not watch it. I'll read I'll read the stuff and read some of the comments. And there's been people that I know that have been posted in this group. And I will get in there and comment if it's a good thing, a good experience or a bad experience. But I keep my comments very um, non-confrontational. You know, but I'm a very picky person with my words. I'm very, um, God, I don't even know what word I'm looking for or trying to explain right. this, but I'm cautious in how I use my language. Okay. So if it's someone I know, for example, there was a dude that was posted on there. I knew who he was. It's someone that's been trying to come at me for the past couple of years and we've never met in person, but we have a ton of mutual friends. And so I popped on and said, basically, everything that you girls are saying is correct. He's always sliding into my DMs every time he's in town, you know, blah, 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 blah. Kind of confirming that every single thing that they're talking about, I experienced as well. But some of these groups, there are women that have been in relationships with their man for like four years, six years, in a, just boyfriend, girlfriend, not married. Sometimes they're, well, no, they're not married. And it will be brought to their attention in this group that there are multiple women in the group that know who the man is and they've been chatting with him. Right. There's been a case where one of the girls was like, I was with him last week. Right. Or he messaged me 20 minutes ago. And the girl's like, we've literally been in, the re in this relationship for six years. I mean, that's yeah. like how they find out. And so for me, I'm just like, yeah, you know, that group would have saved me a lot had I had that and seen a photo of dipshit from back in blah, 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 or whatever, okay? Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, 
people change. You can wake up the next day and start a new you. And yes. I firmly believe that. So if this dude is a piece of shit and an asshole, he chances are he's a piece of shit and an asshole. Yeah. Most of the time. Okay. But there's also the time where you can change. You can decide to turn your life around. You can decide not to be an alcoholic. You can decide not to be a drug addict. You can decide to go to therapy and go to rehab and get clean and do all these positive movements in your life to change. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, someone's dating you and they're dragging you through the mud in this group because of the person you were a year ago. No, that you got a 100% accurate concept of how that can work. Where I am a little bit more on the fence of this. I'm the skeptic of the group, right? I'm always like trying mm -hmm. to pick things apart. Yeah. I think that there is a lifelong social contract of conscience and accountability that you make whenever you put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. If you're a fucking douchebag from 2000 to 2020, but you've been really good 2020 to 2023, yeah. I'm sorry. Those three years of good do not excuse the fuckery that happened in the 20 years preceding. Right. You are going to have to be okay with that. You're going to have to have the accountability that, yeah, you were a fucking douchebag for 20 years. Yeah. If you fucked a bunch of chicks, if you ghosted them, if you embezzled money from them, yeah. which I've heard of that happening. Uh -huh, me too. You've got to live with that. Yeah. I don't care if you've changed your life around. This is probably my message to you. Mm -hmm. If you've changed your life around, then you shouldn't be fucking around with girls that would be in this group because yeah. it's a certain type of person in this group. Go to fucking church or go do some uh, volunteer work somewhere and meet someone that's got similar interests and be honest with your past. Yeah. Don't try don't, and cover don't it up. Forget, don't forget that I am part of the group. Okay. Right. But I am part of the group because I have been doing this in this valley for 11 years. Right. I know a lot of people. Okay. I see the good in everybody. We just had this conversation. I see the good in everybody. Right. There's also shit. People bring shit to the table too. So if I see photos being posted of someone that I might know, the group is, are we dating the same guy? Right. right. I'm right. obviously not dating him, but on the flip side, you can still comment about him. Yes. Okay. Yes. That is good in certain times because that could literally save someone months of heartache. It right. could save someone abuse. I agree it with you. It could save someone embezzlement. I mean, it could save someone from so much drama, okay? Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think you let me finish my point. My point is, like, she talks about this being a toxic feminist thing. Like, she's against this. Right, right. No, I know. She's I get taking it. the dude side. Right. Which, you know, whatever. No, I get it. Whatever. I, I agree with you. Yeah. And, yes, there will always be fuckery. Right. But I do think that you recognize fuckery when it's happening mm -hmm. and it's not your mission to change the minds of the people in this group as much as it is letting the person that you think you know yes who's being talked shit about yeah that there is slander or fuckery going on remember there always is that caveat that there might be fuckery going on you just right. haven't seen it right so if it was me i would just try and not be in a group like that that's just me i'm not yeah. saying anyone else do that because I know that I would be one of those people playing fucking Sherlock Holmes and digging into shit. Yeah. And I don't have the time or the energy for that. Lucky for me, I'm in a relationship. I don't have to. Right. But I think the biggest message that she was putting out is that she was saying that all dudes better watch out. Well, not all dudes are fucking no. good. 
Right. Not all dudes have a clean yeah. slate. They don't have a, have a clean background. No, it's like it's a really weird subject for me because I did get on the group and I really only just barely got on like about a month ago. Um, and it's confidential. I mean, really, it's for the protection of these of of women. Honestly, we're there to support each other. Sometimes it does get out of hand. You know, there's a lot of things that are said in some of the comments that's like a little bit questionable. Like, why are you here for reals? Like, mm -hmm. there are some people that are part of that group that are in relationships, which I don't understand. Why like, would you be in that? If yeah. you're not dating, actively dating, why are you here? Yeah. Like, you can't give your experience from 10 years ago with some guy. Yeah. I was a different person 10 years ago for fuck's sakes. Yeah. No, you I know? agree. I agree. And everyone so. deserves a second chance. Everyone deserves redemption. I agree with it. But at the same time, it's like, I still feel bad about shit that I said to a kid when I was 16. Yeah. Oh, I was for a sure. fucking dick. And it yeah. pops up every once in a while in my life. I'm like, oh shit, you still remember me saying that? Mm -hmm. It's an accountability thing. And no one wants to take accountability anymore. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say nobody, but. The people that are the loudest voices in the room are the ones that don't want to take accountability. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. So this was kind of a scattered episode as we were getting our feet mm -hmm. wet in this whole thing, but I still think it was kind of fun. I think yeah. we are gonna get more comfortable as it goes along you know so too. this was just the tip <laughs> this is just the tip i will try to come without a swimsuit i mean i have my swimsuit on right now i'm kind of getting a little uncomfortable but hey i am here and i hope that um oh by the way at the pool party mm -hmm. there were kids everywhere splashing and water guns and i'm like don't get me wet i have to be on video <laughs> <laughs> everyone was teasing me it was so bad but I'm glad that we did this and yeah. our schedules I know are crazy. We're like back to back work, kids, whatever, family stuff. My God, it's one thing to the next, but. Thank you for watching if you watched. Thank you for listening if you listen. <laughs> yep. Tell your friends, let's get this thing moving. Yeah. Uh, we spent some money and we don't want to waste it. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> All right, everyone, you've heard enough of us talk today, so I'm going to go ahead and just throw out the socials. Make sure you find us on themilfandmepod.com. Follow us on the Milf and Me podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, and be sure to check out the people on our podcasting network, the Deluxe Edition Network. Go to deluxeedition.com. They've got a ton of great podcasts, true crime podcasts, movie podcasts, all that good stuff. Yes. Thanks, guys, for letting us be a part of your network. And Diana... Yes. I will see you for real yeah. visually yes. on YouTube next week. <laughs> see you later. <laughs>